Welcome back to the Frequency After Show. The shifts tonight were intense, and we're going to break it all down for you. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Do you see what we did there? What? What? <laughs> I need to ride the die chick. We're talking ride or die chicks in honor of the one and only ride or die chick of this team episode. Jules. Team Jules. We're all we're- Team Jules tonight, you guys. Um, welcome to the Frequency After Show. Tonight we're talking season one, episode 11. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, The Real OG. But and it's your boy Chaos J. Ho on this hot Wednesday. Hey, uh, that's right. You can find me on Twitter, K A O S J. You can also find me on Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31. Why? Because I'm giving you 31 flavors of waviness. Get some, they're delicious. And who would you be? <laughs> I can't even compare to you two. She looks like uh, a vampire princess queen. But minus the you dark like makeup, though, she just you, looks very, you, very nice. You are so Thank eloquent. Very nice and attractive. There I bet you, you beat them off with sticks today. <laughs> yes. Like, no! Hey. Stop! I have things to do! Today? Hey, yeah, every, every day. day. Listen, I mean, every day, but, you know, today, Especially you know. And he's today. got the gift of gab, and I'm just sitting over here on the end, and I'm Chris Howard. We, uh, well, I'm just sitting We all the, bring something to the table. Exactly, okay, and we right, missed right. you last week. We did. I, I Despite the fact that we didn't week. shout you out, we did miss you last <laughs> week. <laughs> you really missed me a lot. Chris Howard, at Chris Howard Live, Twitter and Instagram. Reach out. These guys won't do it. So I need you. Oh, Actually, we so don't sad. have your number, and I just feel weird DMing you, hitting sliding in your DMs like, yo, DMing you coming tonight? Want... You coming tonight, bro? Where you at? <laughs> Assumed we did wait. We waited. We like, did. Did you like 10, 15 minutes? No shit. And then we yeah. were like, yeah. eh. eh. like, yeah, it. he's probably out in the parking lot sleep. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I missed you, but I'm glad to be here. It's, it's all okay. Right, no I mean, worries. last week was a juicy episode. It was a great episode. Last we week. left oh, off yes. with um, basically Frank and Ramey were collaborating from the pa- from the present and the past. It was Frank's job to cut the nightingale from the trunk and although he thought he was doing so, he got intercepted by a drunk driver and got himself into a really intense car accident. What yeah. they call it? T-boned? Is that what it is? Yeah, T-boned. pretty much. T-boned. Yeah, he was T-boned by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. Who also drove off. I'm, he did drive off. He did. But he drove off after he already saw someone climb out of Frank's trunk. Which was Deacon Joe. Yes, because Deacon Joe uh, was in the trunk of Frank's car. Now this episode had me realizing, at first I thought Frank made a mistake and thought Deacon Joe was dead and he just wasn't. But now I think it's a little more clear to me. I'm not sure if you guys got that from this episode. But he was anticipating on killing him after the fact. This was just a little a cleaner way of getting to where he needed to be. Yeah, exactly. He was just storing them there until they got there, and then he was going to do the deed. Because if he did it at the guy's house, there's going to be evidence. In the car, there's evidence. But if it was out in the woods... Exactly. Right. Which, so that would have been the smarter way, which I wasn't thinking. I was ma- I left last episode upset. We won't wrong like, you for not thinking you of the so smart ways. Dumb, yeah, you know like why are you still driving around <laughs> with him? Like yeah, like why are you still driving around with him in your car? Yeah. Like why don't you right. just do it already? But wouldn't again, that suck though if you had a body in your car, you hadn't killed him, you got your your daughter's clarinet, clarinet yeah. in the car, and to get T boned? 
I mean, what what worse situation could you be in? Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, as we've realized throughout this entire season, everything does happen for a reason. So he's going to figure out one way or another. However, we opened up this episode um, with Raimi. She's at the scene of the crime. This was right after she shot Deacon Joe, although he was surrendering. So Like a gangster. Yeah, he was surrendering. So No, he wasn't. I'm sorry. She shot him. He wasn't surrounded. She shot him. She shot him like a gangster. Gangsters don't surrender. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Not even a little bit. They're way too cool. There's nothing gangster about that. Exactly. Please, no. Please take all my guns. Oh, you would be good on that other show. (laughs) (laughs) I would be. I can do it. Anyway, that was an inside joke. But uh, but but the thing was, see, she shot him and she just didn't care Mm -hmm. because she was just waiting for the the guy to disappear. Exactly. Thinking her father was gonna fix it in the past. Right. Yeah, that's what I was. It was funny to me because she was everything around her was so mm-hmm. chaotic, and she was just sitting there very calmly looking at her phone, like, just checking waiting. Checking the time, come on. <laughs> right, waiting on that shift that never happened. Right. Um, so now, cut to the past. We have uh, Jules and Frank uh, interact after Jules, after Frank came home from. Having been in that accident. Having been in that accident. It was very clear to her that he was hurt. The car was damaged. Thank God. What would have happened if he wasn't? Right? If yeah. he just came strolling yeah. like, hey, what's up, Jules? Yeah, what's going on, girl? <laughs> right. That's what was I'm cool? wondering. Yeah. But luckily, Jules is actually on his side for once. Man. Like, amazingly so. I'm not going to retract everything I said about Jules. But hey, girl, you won my heart tonight. She's come a long way. She has. And to be honest with you, I didn't think that she was going to react in the manner that she did. Because think, put yourself in her shoes. Your man comes home, right? And he's all banged up. Hold on, saying, picture this. Your man comes home. I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> my man comes home. When your man comes home. He walk in. And he's, he Kind of bruised up, but still fine. He straight up tells you, I was about to kill somebody tonight. Right. And I'm sorry I missed our daughter's, our daughter's recital. And it's like, hold on, wait. You can't just skip past that, bro. Did you just say you were about to kill somebody right. last night? Right, exactly. And I was ready for Jules to honestly freak out. I was too. And then when he kept saying, like, I can't I can't tell you. Like, I can't explain it. Which I understood why he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also understood why he was like, is me going into the semantics of this is just pointless because, one, you're not going to believe me, and two, it's just going to make me look even that much more crazier. So I definitely got what he was doing, but the fact that she just accepted it and didn't really push back, I was like, wait. It's like a complete turnaround. What did you do with the real jewels? (laughs) Will the real jewels please stand up? Mm -hmm. And then even when he gave her the gun, like I was waiting for her, like, no, I'm not taking this. This is ridiculous, Frank. But we didn't get that. She was just like... You know why, though? Okay, cool. because she's getting a little sugar on the side, and it's that sweetens but everything. It, but sugar on the side from Frank. From Frank. She's right. getting that meat stick. So... <laughs> what do you mean? That, we're saying wait, that... She's love the is tainting from everything. Frank, no. From Frank? Yeah, we're saying that the, basically... Let's break it down. <laughs> for Olivia. Break it down Basically, what we're saying is that... She was more amenable to hearing what he had to say, to accepting things the way he was 
he was explaining them and just kind of going with the flow because, you know, she been getting that good good. Okay, I agree with you there that since love is involved, she's a little bit more trusting of him. Yes. However, I think she's willing to take the gun and be involved in the situation because he made it very clear that her life was on the line as well. Which he should have done earlier. We said that before. Right. Just tell her just that tell he knows her, who you are. Like, yo, he wants your cash and prizes. And I think that's, that's what finally <laughs> did it for her because he was like, look, the Nightingale knows who I am, and the Nightingale knows who you are, and he's coming for us. So right. it's either we're prepared, and we take this head on, or we just, ignorance is bliss, and we just die in the end, you know? Right, or, or just, yeah, or just wait to see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, she took it like a champ, and, and then and, not and only she, that... as a person, she's more attractive as a character... Now, yes, she Before, she is like, like Loki. Like, yeah, for from the boy. male perspective, from the male perspective, right? Yeah. And, I mean, but come on, you didn't really, you wasn't not that you're attracted to Jules, but you right. wasn't really rocking with Jules. You wasn't team Jules. I mean, right. I wasn't because just, you didn't understand why she just constantly had to fight him at each and every step of the way. Why was she, she being such a bitch? Well. <laughs> And there okay. you have, have it. Have we said it? I mean, that's it, right? <laughs> and there okay. you have it. I wouldn't it. go that far. But what, <laughs> in Jules' defense, we see her in this light because we have it from an audience's perspective. Right. However, if we were her or even one of her friends and saw it from their perspective where it's very limited, she doesn't know as many details as we know, she may be acting in the right. And then she brings it all around and makes us feel like crap. Hey! <laughs> you um, know, this is what I'm here for. Like but no, but now. we appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And, and you're right. Give, we know so much more than she does in that world. So it is an unfair assessment. And she should be given the BOD, <laughs> a.k.a. You. the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and the real OG is right. Ding, ding, ding. One for you. Hey, Bam. Well, she gets a B.O.D. because she is a D.A.B. A down-ass bitch. In case you didn't know what that meant. In case the viewers at home don't a know D-A-B? She's a D.A.B. And Chris doesn't know I'm a D.A.B. She's a D.A.B. She's an R.O.D. Hey, man. I know Pity. Petty pass. Petty pass. But that's not applicable in No, she gets a petty pass for before because now she's with us. That works. No. That so works. It no, does. It does. You're saying See, that she you. gets a You're petty pass. You're using it in the correct context. However, I don't think I would award her one. No. Okay. Exactly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, well, no, I'll let you. I'll let yeah, you go. Yeah. I'll let you finish, and then I'll just tag team. Come on, let's so, go. So, well, conti- <laughs> we'll just continue on the path of the past. Um, Jules is aware of this whole entire situation, right? He comes home with the banged-up car, everything else, and now they're working together to find a solution to this problem. Mind you, he's still got to go into work the next day yep. worried about the fact that this this Crown Vic that, that belongs to the uh, precinct is banged up, so he knows he can't drive it, and he has to get it fixed, and it needs... It's sustained enough damage that it's going to be... It's not going to be a quick... It's going to stand out. Right. Internal affairs are after him. No, they're that's after, after they're after the car. They're after Raimi. Well, internal affairs. 
no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, after no, Ramey. They're looking for the car too. They're looking for his car. Right. Well, oh. they're look right, but it wasn't. But it was just after, the police department. But it was the inside. They're saying, "Hey, no. we're counting the cars." Yeah, they were counting the cars. I don't no, think right, they were counting was, the cars, but, but I don't think it was, it was an I internal it wasn't, affair. Right, it, it was wasn't just a, they're just doing accountability. Okay, because you're right. You're right. You're right. Right, because of the drunk driver and because of the fact that you know he said that he hit a car that had lights in there. So they're like, "Okay, it's got to be somebody's car from somebody's precinct." Let's figure out, do accountability, and then that's when we get Satch yes. with his old shady ass. Yeah, right. So Satch, <laughs> Satch knew something was up from the jump. I mean, Frank did look a little bit nervous once they came to him being like, we just need your card to account for it to make sure this wasn't you. And you could definitely tell that he was panicking at that point. So Satch smelled something. He knew what was up. You know, they're really good friends. They had been really good friends for a long time. Just as you would know if something was up with right. your best friend, you know. Now, However, do we like Satch much at this point? No, because at this <laughs> I point, don't hate Satch. I'm disappointed in but him. I'm, exactly. I'm very disappointed in Satch. So, very di- Like, if I see you on the streets, bro, I'm letting you know, Makai. I'm just saying. <laughs> Makai. But, that, but you know what, though? The problem is that's when somebody has something on you. So don't let people get shit on you. <laughs> I mean, that would be the ultimate goal. But then it's like, how can you really live? Accidents happen, you Accidents know. Accidents happen, but if they if he had done the right thing in the beginning and just said, you know, because it, it didn't look like but we we're not the there loop. yet. Right, well, son of a bitch, I'm just well, we could yet. we could say, you know, so Satch came up, rolled up on Jules, trying to weasel his way in there and figure out what was going on with Frank. Right now, this so, is the, what, what happened yesterday. This what happened is last the night? prime example of why Jules is a D. This A-P. was, yeah, this was a D-A-P. I couldn't even, I was like, girl, D-A-P? yes. She knew, and she was so quick on her feet. He was questioning her, and she played along with it, because I'm not even sure I would have played along with it. I probably would have been like, what's up? What is it that you want? Why are you questioning me? No, you're not going in my garage. But she had a whole entire plan cooking in her she head this whole it. time. She was smooth. She was working it, and yeah. I loved it. Oh well, yeah, because, you know, he said, you know, well, oh, so what happened? Well, oh, you know, well, I was out, and, you know, he stayed with Raimi, and, you know, uh, yeah, they rented the movie. Oh, for real, what movie? Oh, Twister. Like, what... She didn't even miss a beat. Yeah. Twister. I was like, oh, yeah, they but, did watch but, Twister. Like, I believe it. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, oh, no, I should watch that when I go home tonight. The beat was not, not telling Frank about the story. You got to tell him about the story oh, after Right. It, but right, she was but she, on her toes. She was good not, in the Right. Scene. Not only yeah. that, but she he hadn't been home yet, so mm-hmm. she hadn't had a chance. Right. And 96, I'm guessing they wasn't really rocking with the cell phones <laughs> and the two so ways at that pass. point. So, but she doesn't need a pass in this situation. She wasn't okay. acting petty. Yeah, she yeah, wasn't being petty. petty. Pass. I wasn't oh, just, just a, a pass. pass. Not a regular pass. A, a general oh, yeah, pass. just a general a pass. Yeah, she gets a general pass. GP. I mean, although she doesn't need it. I mean, she held it down. And then, you know, so then, yeah, it goes from, oh, well, do you mind, you know, if I just look in the garage anyway? And then she said, okay, but look, what are you looking for? What are you trying to find? What what is it? That What's going good. on? Like that, like you already you, you already blew up his spot with Stan and like mm. you know like you guys you guys go way back and now you're on this witch hunt like what is it? Like what do you want? That like was, what are you doing? That was so good because if she just said, "Yeah, go in the garage." It would have been. It wouldn't have been. So then, as cool. like, like she, like I like the way she did that because, granted, while all of it was true, right, she made him feel bad. Mm-hmm. So then that made him feel even worse. It like stacked it for when he and I was her. really she thinking was being a woman. She was. She was she good. Thought it through. And, and but I was thinking like, okay, he's just gonna be like, okay, you know what, you're right, Jules, and he was he wasn't gonna look. Mm-hmm. But then he went, you know. But then he, he came out. Me. Frank pulls up like, yo, 
what are you doing in my house? Talking to my wife. And you could tell he was he was panicking. But he and Jules played it off pretty well because although his face was saying, oh, shit, he still went along with it because mm-hmm. he knew she she was like, I, the garage is unlocked. Let him look. Let him look. Let him yeah. look. Yeah. And now, how sure cool enough, is that that she had it done? That's, you see, that's, that's why. And that's why. Yeah. And that is why we dedicated that song to her. Die. And that is why she is a ROD to R-O-D. the fullest. I love it. I really did love it. She tricked. He looked at it. I mean, her. like, Satch was speechless. He, mm-hmm. he couldn't say anything but just, I'm sorry. And even then, I, I still <laughs> felt like it was a half-assed sorry, but I'll take it. Right. And I, I'm wondering now what made him... Um, <laughs> look into this any deeper because he had all the proof that he needed. Yeah, the car was enough, the main right? piece of evidence, but that just wasn't enough for him. He went as far as tricking Frank into telling him that pretty much admitting that he was lying because he didn't know he wasn't hip to what movie they watched that night. You know? Right. Um so yeah, so he still knew something was up. He knew right, something was right. up. The car and was all right. He sounded like such a simp though. Just tell me what I can do to make it right. I didn't it's believe like, him. I wouldn't have believed him. I wouldn't have trusted him at that point. No, and, 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 and like he sounded, he just sounded like such a punk. But <laughs> but I get it. Like that's your homeboy. Y'all go back like four flats on the Cadillac. So like you really don't want to beef with your homeboy. Like right. I get it. He just sounded like a punk talking about just. I just want to know what I can do to make it right. Me me me. Just like um, that. Just like that. <laughs> it's exactly me, me, me. Like I was like, whoa, are you a cat right now, bro? Like, what's going on? I thought you were, a, you know, a strong cop, but you're a cat, apparently. <laughs> Who wants to make it right with his friend? So Can we get to the part that I wanted so to get to? We now? Get, okay, well, I was just gonna talk about <laughs> us so finding anyway. out <laughs> us finding out, you know, what it was that Stan had over Satch. Which we all thought. We all thought that he had something exactly, on the Exactly, and Frank oh, knew But we it. knew. I mean, I think it was obvious. It was probably pretty obvious, but it was like, why was he doing it? Was he in with Stan? Was he and not even in with Stan? Bef- right. And, I mean, and, 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 and then, you know, he'll he'll go on to explain that, you know, he kind of, he was due. Like, it's time to pay up, So he bro. killed a guy. And he, and, he, and he had to pay his debt by ratting on Frank. But that was a long... It was circumstantial. It, it was right. so long ago, though, that I can't even believe that this was the circumstance that he had to pay Moreno hey, back see, with. See, it, right. And this I, was like 20 years ago. It makes ago. far less and, and sense. It just, and, it, and, and for me, I just felt like it was so weak because given the fact that you got into an altercation with this guy while you were, you know, after being in pursuit of him... And to the point where he's attacking you, like at this point, anything you do should be justified. Is justified as self defense. Yeah. So granted, yeah, dude fell off the roof, but hey, we were tussling mm-hmm. because he was trying, yeah. and he fell off the roof. So that's why you're going to tell the truth to begin with. Number one, but number two, it's like like there's no need to cover that up. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to do extra paperwork. Yeah, you're going to get interrogated a million times by IA. But, but yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, like you really were defending yourself. You have the bruises to prove But it. what didn't make sense was it was like one for one. Okay, you covered for me that time. Now I owe you one, so I'm going to turn in my buddy. Because it, it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem make equal sense. to me. No, it, but, no, not at all. And then the fact that it was that long mm-hmm. before but what was something more likely, else happened to where he had to pay his debt. What, exactly. what, what would have been more realistic is it was just said, yeah, I can't speak out or I've got to, you know, I've got to ride the line right now because he has this over me. He knows I killed this guy. That would make more sense than I had to give him. I had to pay him back. Right. That kind of sounded like bullshit, didn't it? 
Yeah, but he had to justify what what he did, what he did. Right. At the end of the day, he's like, you know, this big tough dude. He's not gonna act petty and say, you know, uh, I, sorry, man, I had to, I had to throw you under the bus. Like I was stuck in the situation. Like when he closed he his had, eyes like that. And yeah, yeah, like that's, that's exactly that's exactly how he did it. Hey, I thought it was Makai Pfeiffer sitting here. I was like, whoa. I I was like, Makai, you got really light on me, bro. I like your hair, though. Really, just like Stan, yeah. But but I think it goes to show that uh, Moreno was who he was from the beginning because he was the one trying to convince Satch, like, dude, you got a family. Like, you you can't be caught up in this. Yeah, you don't have time for this. He was egging him on. And this is how we're going to play this, and that's it. So Mm -hmm. then. It's funny because then you jump back to the beginning when Satch is like, you know, so what are we going to do? You know, we got, we, you know, this is a Nightingale killer, like, you know, and he says, you know, we all got to play by the rules. Stan said that. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> come again? I'm sorry. Come, come again? <laughs> come again, Pot? Come again, Mr. Pot? Calling the kettle black? We all got to play by the rules? I was like, no, this boy didn't. It's fun. It's pretty ironic, actually. It is. It is. Don't you think? Um, I do think. You remember that song? It's a little ironic. Is that what she says? Don't you think? Okay, anyway. Oh, yeah. It's, probably... <laughs> it's Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know that song. And it's like, yeah. it's like rain. Oh, okay, rain, now rain. I know that song. Oh, oh rain. That okay. was good. Yeah, right? Like the song. right? I bet it did. The song I you've we're never heard. It in the booth. You were like, is that Atlantis? No, it's no, just Kelly. Um, just so, much. in the meantime, <laughs> Frank has caught himself in this situation. People are on to him, and he needs to find a way out while not putting his life and his family's life at risk. So, he set. I'm not sure if we should go. We, we could go here. You can he go sets anywhere up we this, want. This is our show. Yeah, right. He Well, before he sets up this plan, he just pretty much needs to eliminate Deacon Joe. He needs to cut it right from the trunk, so he sneaks into his house and ready to kill him, but then the deacon gets a visitor. And he answers the doors. This woman from church, she alerts him that, you know, look, we think that you stole this money, when in reality, it was Frank who stole the money. He just couldn't execute his plan. See, I was confused plan. at first when he was going in for the money. I'm like, what's going on here? Were you confused at all? No, I was kind of. Well, we knew because we had we we saw earlier in like what two episodes ago where he stole that money mm-hmm. in order to set him up. It might even have been last uh, okay. week. I didn't remember. It that. was la- it was, last, was it week. last week. I knew that he stole the money from the church because that was just going to be a like a part of so his it was just plan. An idea it was supposed to look the, like yeah. Deacon Joe was gonna was just taking off and missing and took this money. In order to live but it his backfired life, because he didn't he didn't die exactly, and now uh, the money's just missing, and Deacon Joe is still present. Right. Um, and first of all, when he answered that door, I was like, "Girl, you're gonna die." Like, yeah. Right. Talking about, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Where, where are my manners? Yeah. Don't you come in for some tea? And I'm like, "You're not gonna get to drink that tea, Patty. Uh, <laughs> like, you oh, about to catch it. it. I was just like, like shoot him. Shoot like, him Patty is about to catch it." Yeah, well, you wanted to and not the him. good kind. But then he hears that the cops are going to come and they want to search the place. So now, if he shoots him in that place, he's screwed because there's yep. going to be cops right. swarming yeah, around. Pretty exactly. Much. So, so his plan probably switched right then and there. Yeah, but yeah. that wasn't the only thing that switched. What else switched? 
the, the whole entire universe switched shift. at that point. Pretty much. Patty she, shifted the universe. But that's what well, he wrote. He wrote shift really big. I did. <laughs> really <laughs> just large shift. Well, because not only did... You're right. Everything changes because we see... Shortly after the the opening, you know, when she gets back to the station and you see everyone congratulating her, and that threw me off at first because I'm like, oh wait, the shift already 100%. happened, and they and you know, and they're congratulating her, and she's she's cool now, she's in the clear. But then we see, you know, nah, man, it's just gonna get worse, and you know, they're calling it a bad shoot, and you're gonna have to talk to him. She gets in the interrogation room, and then bam, Gordo Senior jumps Every, in. Yep. Swoops in, saves the day. I'm gonna be your lawyer, and then they leave. So then, <clears throat> as they leave, you know, he's telling her like, "Oh, it's really bad." Blah blah blah. Um, you know, fast forward to the next day because she goes home, did, 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 and they're telling did you, her. Did you pick up? I don't mean to interrupt your stream of thought. That it was Gordo Senior in the store that saw Frank early on. Too? Right. Yes. yes. Did you guys yeah. make that connection? Yeah, yeah. we okay. made All that. Right. We yeah. got that. Yeah. That's All why. Right. I, yeah. That's why I say Gordo Senior. All right. So. Uh, you know, so then we see the next day she's walking in and she's walking in with Gordo or Gordon and he's telling her like, yeah, it's like, it's bad. Like the shit hit the fan, Ramey. And then as she walks in, she starts talking to Satch and then he's like, yeah, he Who just comes came in. on walking by, right? It's Deacon, Deacon Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, wait, what? What's going on? And then that's when you realize and she's got her badge. She's got her gun. You know, she had some mints in her pocket, and then that's when you realize, like, Mm -hmm. everything changed. Everything shifted. So, to break down this shift, I mean, Raimi sort of broke it down for us in the episode, but just to reiterate what she was saying is, um, so, because Patty went to Deacon Joe's house and said, the, you know, the police are going to search your home for this money, this missing money that we suspect that you stole from the church, he his whole entire world turned upside down because at that point, whether he had his wife in the closet or not, he knew that he had to get rid of her because Mm -hmm. it would surface when the cops were searching him. Mm -hmm. And now... uh, Everything changed, yeah. Right, and because of that, um, the whole entire situation changed in the present because that would mean that she, in the present Ramey never found that body which means the police would have never been on to Deacon Joe and Ramey would have never heard Megan scream in the house and the police would have never set up a sting and therefore they wouldn't have even been present for Deacon Joe to be running from them and Ramey would have never got the opportunity to shoot him because she just wasn't there Exactly. Yes. So now well it's like we're almost starting from point A again. Yeah, and God knows what happened then. I mean, with the exception the of the fact that we know that it's Deacon Joe. Yeah, pretty much all we know is that it's Deacon we Joe. We still think we know that, right? We think we well from Ramy's perspective, she knows right. it's Deacon Joe. And from Frank's. But now it's a completely different dynamic because every type of evidence or every storyline she had on him just doesn't exist anymore. Right. So now she's stuck. Because we were saying before the show that we thought that maybe it might not be him. It seemed too obvious. But now, uh, you know, it's like maybe it will be because there's only two episodes left. Not only that, but on the flip side of things, on the flip side, we see where he's sitting. I've been to the flip side. (laughs) Yeah. What's it like over there? It's actually pretty cool. Everything's flipped over. Yeah. Um, The temperature is nice. It's about mid 70s. Pleasant. Um, it's always sunny. Always. 
Right. right. But it's yeah, always sunny at night, right. and it's not sunny during the day. It's actually very Except dark. for the flip side, yeah. Ex- no, that's yeah, in, that's that in the flip, flip side. It's because so it's flipped. Got it. Right. Got it. right. So what was the flip side? So, <laughs> on the flip side, we see Deke and Joe having a talk with Megan at the dinner table, or at a table right. of some sort. And he's, you know, and he's kind of chastising her for her most recent screw up, which we're still not clear. No, on. We, 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 he thinks that Frank that she oh tipped that's right Frank off. that yeah. she tipped them off. So yes. he's chastising Tipped her about Ramey that. off because this is what's happening oh. in the present now. Right. Because remember, once Ramey saw Deacon Joe walk by her in the station, she kind of made a fool of herself, pulling a gun on him and being like, "You're guilty." The bodies, right. the bodies in the closet, they and they looked, and it and wasn't there. Oh, you're right. You're but right, he probably right. figures that Megan was the only you're one right. that yeah. knew this type like of information. How would she know? Right. Because he's unaware of this whole ham situation. Right. Yeah. So to him, uh, Megan's the only rational, dis- yeah. like rational person right. that it could possibly be. Right. And then so he's he's chastising her about that, and then he says something about he mentions something about the you know like oh you think I killed your mom? Um, and, and he says, he says that. He's, I didn't kill your mom. I didn't kill right. your brother. You're making up your lies again. Your stories. Yeah. And he's playing with his beads. He's into beads. The rosary beads, yeah. which is no, his sig- his signature. Well, <laughs> the nightingale signature. Right. Uh, Mo. So, I mean, while that was happening, simultaneously, Frank was trying to come up with a different scenario that he could use to intercept the nightingale. So basically, what he did was he planted the money inside. Um, Deacon Joe's house and tipped off the police saying that he saw a green duffel bag in there. He didn't want to release his identity, but something suspicious is going on. It needs to be checked out. Right. So while, right. And I kind of, I kind of figured he would go that route. Really? Um, I I was thinking, shit, what's he going to do? Well, because after him and Jules's talk, I knew that he had to come up with something smarter than just murdering him. Right. Because he he was realizing how much she truly had to lose. Right. And she was like, I just want you to come home. Right. And it was kind of ironic because after he watched the police roll in, he called her and he was like, I'm coming home. And I was (laughs) like, oh. And I don't know if you guys heard it or not, but I heard a splash. And I'm like, it's about to go down, <laughs> baby number two. Oh, what? my goodness. What? <laughs> I see what you're saying here. She, she, I, she got it. Yeah, all right. Um, but, <laughs> we'll leave that between the two of you. So, but in the present, he's, you know, he's with Megan. And Raimi's nervous because she saw this pickup truck following her. But it wasn't really clear to It still isn't really clear to me what whose truck that is and what Kyle said that made her so feel so right. threatened. You got a point. They said it was a woman's. I wonder if it was... Uh, she looks like a rugby player. I wonder if it was the ex-wife or something that he had killed. Um, I don't know. You know, because it seems like... It must have been him. Yeah. It must have been Deacon. I'm not sure. I mean, if you guys have picked up anything that we didn't at that point, definitely, you know, comment and let us know what you think about it because that maybe it's just a loose end that's going to be tied up that we right. or I'm not sure if we're missing something, but that truck and whoever was in that truck made Raimi feel threatened. So that's definitely a prominent clue in this situation. 
But, however, um, now Remy's nervous because she picked up on the fact that the deacon is probably blaming Megan for the reason why Remy was so suspicious. Because there's just no other logical solution. Right. So mm-hmm. she runs, she goes and tries to intercept this, just as, she, just as she had in the alternative present, right? Because this is how she found the body and found everything else, because she was intercepting Megan and Deacon Joe. So now she's doing it again, and when she finally gets there, ah! yeah, she screams just as she had in the alternative present, but this time, it's a little bit different. Yeah, this well, time that, that, she didn't get shot in the face. Yeah, but there's also, like, was the cabin, didn't that cabin look a little bit more alive than it did in other, uh, in other versions of it? It was like the fire's going, and it just seemed like a nice, warm It seems like a place. home. Yeah, it seems right. lived in. Right. Yeah. Instead um, of just a place to do cleansing. Right. <laughs> yeah, so this the whole entire story got thrown off and everything that we thought got thrown off because the episode concludes with Megan laying there with who her she says is her arm, brother. And he's, he's bleeding. And he's bloody, bleeding from the mouth. He's right. And we don't know what happened to him. Um, and and how he brother. got there. Right. And up until right. this point, she thought he was dead. Right. Yeah. And so did we. I mean, most... Mostly, right? Yeah. I right. mean, I hit her up like, hey, girl, where's your brother at? And she's like, I think he's dead. Oh, damn. But this is what we said before, that it could be, could it be the brother that was the killer? Right. You know? And because I, Deacon Joe made it a point to say, your brother, under, he said, your brother understood me, but he, but he was, was weak, weak because he revealed everything to you. And he right. got you going on your crazy stories. Now, is it possible there's a brother and the father, right? I mean, anything's possible yeah. at this point. We have two episodes left. Hopefully, it is not the only two episodes. Yeah, it's sad um, that it's going to end because this is such a I think great it's getting show. good. And it's, it yeah, is. It's one and, of the, and, it's and, one and of the and again, it's one there. of those things, like I said, uh, you know, many moons ago, was that, you know, there are some shows that need to just get some legs under them. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those prime examples. This is a really good show. It's a solid show. Fantastic. And yeah. if they just gave it a little bit more time, you know, I'm pretty sure the fan base will improve. The fan, you know, that we get, they, you know, the ratings will slowly start. We well, to... get the time slot too, but it's in a nine o'clock time slot. That's not the easiest. I mean, it's, right. you know, it's not but prime it's... time, but. Uh, and they do have some strong competition, but at the yeah. same time, CW has a really good following when it comes to the people that watch all their other content, like right. iZombie and Arrow and right. Flash and now Supergirl and stuff like that. So I really felt like, you know, as with what they're doing now, where they're jumping the, the shark and giving us so much, that, yeah. I feel like they're jumping the shark by not uh, not making the second order or not making an, an order for for additional episodes. And I hope that it's one of those things that if if they decide ultimately that they're not going to pick it up to say like Hulu picks it up. Right, or, someone else or, grabs or, it. Because it is Netflix. good. It, yeah, it is that good. It really it is to be made. that good. It it's it you know there's not a lot of times where you see a show that's based off of a movie mm-hmm. be you know be very well written and yeah, be good and this is one of those shows I just I think <clears throat> I appreciate really the fact that it's so clever in the mm-hmm. writing and in the plot I appreciate shows that give you twists and turns and have you 
trying to figure out, you know, what is it that's going to happen? And even stuff that is happening is still blowing my mind. Right. Like this, how it ended, this tonight's episode ended with the brother actually being alive and laying there in Megan's arms. Yeah. That's crazy. We had to rewatch the end. Like, yeah. wait, what did we miss? And we didn't miss anything. We just they, were. They just believe. threw that extra yeah. thing and they're like, oh, you thought you knew what was going down? Nope. Bam. <laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. Don't talk. And they were like, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I'll never guess again. You, know, you said that um, you thought that this was uh, good from the movie. I think this was actually better than the movie. I think I, the TV series is I was hesitant to say it, really? but it is really true. I didn't <laughs> want to get I don't want to get slaughtered in the comments. Right. Um well, let's give a small little shout out to um your boy Daniel showing up. What was in that box? Was it cupcakes? Donuts. Oh, it was donuts. Oh, it's donuts. Still weak. I'm kind of little I'm kind of off Daniel now. Like I'm, I'm over Daniel. Right? And like, he broke up with his fiance and everything and I couldn't really read what Raimi was thinking, but hopefully she was thinking about Kyle instead. Exactly. Because <laughs> they had that, they had that moment that, at the end of the episode and that was right. so nice. And and then she's got her best friend who's saying that he's he's in Kyle's camp. Yeah. Uh, you right. see, everyone's team Kyle. Wow. Everyone's and team what Kyle. I'm thinking... like we're, over, we're over Daniel 2.0 yeah. and I say Daniel 2.0 because we like the first version right. and that first... Yeah. In that first timeline, but on this one, and this seemed kind of a feminine, super and weak. Kind of uh, weak and, but I, I, don't, I don't even go that far. I'm just he's a punk. But listen, go back to your go that far. He's a punk. What does it say about his character for him to? It's like. I can't decide if it's romantic that he broke up with his fiance because he loves Remy so, so much, or he's a scumbag because he straight up just dropped this chick right. for someone who, in his world, he just met. Lit him up for the moment. I yeah. low key, low key think that um, it's a mix of both. Yeah. Um, just because there is that thing where, you know, even though he didn't really, you know, in this current timeline, he hadn't met Ray- he didn't have the history with Raimi that he did in the first timeline but there was still that like that sense of familiarity kind and of that, that magic and, soul and that you yes. know Right, that whole past chemistry. Life, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, like we were together in the past life. Right. Yes, I know. Like, <clears throat> you know, like one of those things. I, so I feel like you kind of had that working. In addition to the fact that he's just like, yeah, yeah, like this chick is hot, and you know, blah blah blah, um, <laughs> blah blah blah. Uh, so I feel I like you I'll had a, a few things playing playing at his heart and his mind, and making him feel like, okay, I know that I I felt this way about this girl, but but we just there's like something him, right? that's drawing me to Raimi. We don't like the guy though. And yeah, yeah. at this point, I'm <laughs> like, ah, oh, you're kind of low key. You're you're a tool. Lame. Yeah. lame and lame. lame. And I just I can't rock with you. And then like you know, they introduced Kyle as a wild card, I think. And now we're seeing like Kyle's a pretty good dude, right? I'm Team Kyle. And Raimi likes his meat stick, so girl, get that meat <laughs> stick. Like, his season beef is better than uh, Daniel's. Slash. I'm just saying. Okay, so we before. only have a couple <laughs> minutes left. Um, let's just hit up predictions real quick. What do you guys think is in store for the last two episodes? Mm. What do you think is up with the Nightingale? Man. It's tough. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and stick to my guns. Nightingale still Deacon Joe. Um, I don't really feel like the brother has anything to do with it. 
So at first I was going to be like, yeah, and him and the brother are working together. No, no. Deacon Joe's is he's just as a solo dude. He's right. doing this solo. But there's a reason why the brother had been missing for this long. Oh, of course. And I would love to see the reasoning behind that. Very true. I'm not sure that he's like an accomplice, but maybe he felt threatened by Deke and Joe as well in a different way. And he really did choose to run away because he was scared. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm in your camp now that I think it's probably going to be just Deke and Joe. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I'm going to vote I'm going to put a vote in that Jules gets to hear her daughter in the future as well. I'd like to see oh, that. I would, I would like that. to see that too. That would give yeah. that would give Frank so much uh, legitim- uh, or validity to yeah. what to everything that's going on, and that would also probably help to to you know reassure her that hey, you know what? Even though he was you know undercover for two years and he's got all these different things going on with the Nightingale, he's not batshit crazy. Yeah, right. like he legit like there's just some craziness going on with this ham radio. And now I understand. Now mm-hmm. she gets uh, for me, yeah. I I really just want to know more with the whole Deacon the Deacon Joe storyline, uh, with the Shop Brothers storyline. I want to also just see Jules and Frank continue to continue to get tighter because i feel like even with all of this uh, this drama going on like i feel like their bond is getting really tighter they're really back on the same wavelength see what i also think though in the next two episodes they're gonna wrap it up some way where stan gets what what's coming to him mm-hmm. i don't think they're gonna let stan just go on being no, dirty and get away with it they yeah can't. they're gonna wrap that up they're gonna wrap up deacon jones and I think that the lawyer uh, her best friend's uh, father is mm-hmm. gonna end up having to defend frank back in the day so oh. just as he defended Randy, he's going to have to defend Frank. Okay. Okay. I think something's going to happen. I love that. that. Yeah. That's a good prediction. Nice. Well, hey, thank you. You brought me for a See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. We, we let him get no, we, let, we let him get a week off, and he comes he back just throwing a bam, bam, bam. bam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave us comments uh, with your predictions and let us know what you think is in store for the rest of the season. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, The Real OG. It's your boy, Chaos J, K A O S J. Twitter, Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31. 31 flavors of waviness. Get you some. They're delicious. Splash. I think you need a splash. Waves. We're not going to have a splash. Okay, Chris Howard live on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for trying to make splash happen, though. Splash. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, See we'll bring it back week. next episode. <laughs> <laughs>